right, all our bets for tonight coming up 20 minutes from now. NHL, college hoops, and the NBA. Maybe we'll get some golf bets from Tyler if he's feeling up to speaking on the air, getting over a sickness. If not, he'll just type his bets and we will read them to you. And we should probably do that because Tyler's coming off a win last week with Jake Knapp. Jake Knapp. Knapp. Knapster. Catching some Z's. Download those songs. So we'll do that coming up in a little bit. Tyler said that he will that he'll that he'll read his bets. Maybe at the end of this segment or beginning of next, we'll get golf bets from Tyler. But uh, to wrap up the Bengals conversation, Ken, ten for Cincinnati. You think next year? Yeah, if we're wrong, how are we wrong? Higher? Lower? Do you eleven and a half last year with that with those expectations? Now I guess not. I guess it's kind of like ten. Yeah. That's like my bias, I guess. Like I, I don't know how good they're gonna be this year. I don't think they're gonna be bad. Yeah, I guess it's probably like maybe up, maybe it's ten and a half. I just I can't I uh I I don't like them a whole lot. I can't believe they get the three worst teams in the league. Except Washington. Yeah, they get Tennessee, New England, and Carolina. Nobody else gets that. That's inc- that's incredible. So what would what would you want to do? On the regular I, you know what that kind of supports a little bit? I guess it supports the Bengals having a good enough regular season for Burrow to actually win MVP. It's like what it actually kind of supports. And then not winning in the playoffs would actually be something something close to that too, probably. Uh, and we can see what they do. on. De- I don't want to like, I don't want to say the defense has to be bad. We haven't had the draft. We haven't had free agency. They know the defense was bad last year too. Just like what's realistic here in terms of, uh, you know, projecting them for next year. It can be better, but is this... You know, is this the Niners or the Bills or, you know, like these teams that could, the Ravens, certainly who we've done already, that could field like a top eight offense and defense. Seems very unreasonable that the Bengals have a chance to do that next year. And let's, and even like, you know, for people that are not watching the show, or if you are watching, you can see on the, the right rail of our screen, the AFC North division prices, Baltimore plus 150. Since he's like right behind them at plus 170, like this win total is going to be like at least 10 or 10 and a half. Like there's no question. It's just, yep. then it's just like, what do you, what, what do you want to do with, uh, with Cincinnati? Maybe we'll play an under, or maybe not. We'll see what happens when we get there. Uh, let's move on to the Pittsburgh Steelers here. We'll do Cleveland afterwards. So we don't know who the Steelers quarterback is going to be, Ken. Uh, will it be Kenny Pickett? Will it be Mason Rudolph? Will it be Russell Wilson? Justin Fields? I, I doubt that they would just like draft another rookie. I don't think that's going to happen. So pick it, Rudolph, Wilson. We'll see if it's another Kirk Cousins. We'll see who the Steelers end up bringing in a quarterback. I'll say my opinion on the Steelers roster, I don't really think they're far off from being really, really good. It feels like that you plug a quarterback in. I I, I think Reaching they have the a chance to here, be buddy. awesome. Yeah. Right? Like they have the chance, like like win the Super Bowl next year. I know you agree. You bet them at a huge price. Like you need a better quarterback, obviously, than what they've got. Uh, what do you think we'll see for the Steelers' win total? And uh, and what do we have for the Steelers' schedule? This one's really fascinating. Yeah, and look, we're going to be doing a lot of guesswork here, right? Um, but to a certain extent, there's a there's a floor here because they've started a, a cavalcade of absolutely atrocious quarterbacks for a while. And they still win games, and they still make the playoffs a lot. So, like, we can plug in any quarterback we want. Like, the the bidding starts at, like, eight, eight and a half, probably, for where this is going to open. Um, and we could talk about, like, how, how on the low end it is. Last year, uh, they won 10 games, 
And as, as is often the case with Pittsburgh, they played like an eight-win team in terms of their point margin, but they won 10 games because, uh, you know, their coach is really good at winning games in the regular season and never finishing under 500. So they won 10 games. They played like an eight-win team. That was obviously with the quarterback play that they got. Uh, Split-wise, remarkably, they were 15th in DVOA on offense last year, which makes no sense if you watch them play any games. Uh, the defense was as good as you probably thought it would be, or better, sixth. Uh, they were top six in the NFL in defensive DVOA last year. So again, like you, you look at kind of the balance and you look at how they could upgrade and you go, this is to your point, Nick, where you go like, all right, defense stays relatively the same. Could take a small step backwards, forwards, whatever, about the same. Let's call them a top 10 defense. Plug a quarterback in. They were 15th last year. They they also had Matt Canada for large parts of last year, and now they have Arthur Good Smith. call. Honestly, like, that's a great call by you, and I should have like mentioned that also. Like better, You would think a better offensive coordinator. I like Arthur Smith as an OC, replacing the atrocious Matt Canada. I mean, you put plug Wilson, Fields, Cousins is probably a pipe dream. Anyone else in? Okay, like, you want to still have, like, a lot of young skill position players. Like, I mean, I, I always think about, like, if you put, like, Cousins, Fields, whatever, it's like, is George Pickens going to win, like, Offensive Player of the Year next year? <laughs> like, is that possible? Like, look who's been throwing him the ball. Like, look look at what any of this has been. And now you're going to upgrade it to competent. Like, it can be pretty awesome. It can be a lot better, I think, than people think. Um, they're not perfect. they got to get better at some things. But uh, I think they're a really interesting team for that reason. They are very good at one side of the ball. They are going to make steps, take steps to upgrade the other side. They've already done it with an offensive coordinator. They're probably going to do it with a quarterback. And that makes them really interesting. Um, depending on who the quarterback is, will probably determine the win total specifically. Uh, Scheduling-wise, same two divisions as the rest of the, of the AFC North, obviously. NFC East and AFC West. Uh, their place in their division drew them the Jets and the Colts, which is, again, not an ideal, like the the Bengals get the draw of all time, and part of that is the other teams don't then. So the Jets and the Colts isn't impossible. Uh, Colts is probably a toss-up game no matter what. And then their bonus opponent from the NFC South is the Falcons, and a lot of that will depend on who the Falcons quarterback is going into the next Arthur year Smith projects. revenge game. There is an Arthur Smith. And by the way, when I did the Ravens, I go, yeah, they're going to play the Chargers and Justin Herbert next year. But like, well, I kind of buried the lead about that game because Jim Harbaugh is oh, the Harbaugh ball. Yeah. So the Harbaughs get to play each other. It's like, yeah, well, we, they, saw they get it, to... we saw it in a Super Bowl. It's lost its luster. <laughs> yeah, that didn't get heavily covered. That wasn't a big deal when those two played each other or coached against each other, I should say. Um, so look, like, what's the Steelers number going to be? Uh, it's going to be the worst number in the division. But again, this is a highly competitive division where all four teams, all four teams probably think they can win a Super Bowl pretty soon or at least make a deep run in the playoffs. Um, so it's going to be something like eight. Like that's probably about the number. And it, that's going to change depending on who the quarterback is. But I would expect something that starts with an eight with a lot of these different quarterback options. Yeah, I think it would. I I think probably eight and a half is probably closer. And like your bet again is like, is it 500 or under five, over 500? If it's or Wilson, is it eight and a half if it's Wilson? I think it's eight. How about Pete? How about yeah? Okay, what if it's Pickett? Eight juiced under. And what if it's Russ? Eight even. Yeah, eight. It was. Something. It does go noted. I, I'm kind of bullish on Russell Wilson if he's the Steelers' quarterback next year. Prisco on the show earlier said he thinks like Russell Wilson might not be a starter in the NFL anymore. And like and and so a couple weeks ago. Mike, I think it was Mike Tannenbaum on ESPN on Get Up. It's time to get get up with Mike Tannenbaum. And Mike Tannenbaum said um, that the Jets should sign Russell Wilson to back up Aaron Rodgers. And he got like laughed off the set. 
So Mike Tannenbaum has been the general manager for a couple NFL teams. Like, there's a chance that he's saying that for, uh, not for clicks, but whatever, saying it for attention. Also, he's, he's not stupid. He probably knows something. And I'm not suggesting that he knows that the Jets want to do that. But maybe he knows that the league doesn't view Russ as a starter anymore. Like, maybe we should start thinking about that with Prisco saying that earlier. He doesn't. He, he he basically telling you he doesn't think Russ he doesn't think Russ is going to be a starter in the league next year. Then it's would Russ be a backup quarterback or would he retire? Like who knows what would happen at that point? Oh man! So like, what am I what am I realistically hoping for then? If I bet the Steelers hundred to one, like what am I like a shot in the dark that they get Justin Fields? That's what I'm hoping for. Do you think Pickett's like dead? Like not actually dead, but like dead, like to. <laughs> To be good. Do I, do I think alive. he is alive? Yeah, right. Uh, last I checked, I think he was in good shape. Um, I think it's really, really unlikely. But I don't, you know, you mentioned like Mike Tannenbaum's on Get Up saying stuff like, I don't know any of the behind the scenes, like, and that the strategy stuff that goes in. Like, maybe Arthur Smith is going to be the difference. It's, don't laugh if you're listening. Maybe Arthur Smith is going to be the difference maker here. We he How many be. times did we complain about Matt Canada? Like, the worst. How many times, like, Alex, other Steelers fans we know? Like, when you go from the worst to good, maybe that does mean the quarterback can be salvaged. I'm not optimistic, but I guess you have to you hold out some hope that that, that, that could happen. Like, what happens when you get not not Matt Canada in there? Um, maybe, it, maybe to a certain extent, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is, it'll be better. But look, like, for me to realize any equity in Super Bowl, I, I don't think it can be Pickett. I think it needs to be better than that, but like I, you know, I can be wrong about that. I would, I, I th- okay, eight Russell Wilson. I bet over, and I feel like a real. That's a bet that I, I would actually. So I, we say for after all of these, I bet this. I consider betting this. I might not make those bets. Like we'll we'll get to yeah. the ones that I feel really good about. I would bet over on the Steelers with Russell Wilson if the number were eight, like to finish five hundred. Uh, over 500, excuse me. I mean, if the if the Ravens are going to be like 10 and a half, 11, more, the Bengals are going to be have a really high number. We haven't done Cleveland yet. That's going to be a really high number. Like, there just, there aren't enough wins for the Steelers to be, like, eight and a half is the absolute ceiling, I think. Like, I okay, like, play it out Agreed. the best case. We played it out kind of the bottom part. Like, what if it's Pickett? What if it's Russell Wilson? All right, like, what if it's uh, Kirk Cousins? Then, like, what... What is this number? Nine. I would bet the over. I would bet the over aggressively on nine with Cousins, even in this division. Like I, I just, I mean, so nine and a half more than that. Yeah, and then where does that come from? Like, it's who gets rated? Yeah, and then like, and how how does it impact the other teams in the division? Yeah. Like, are they? Here's the crazy part: if they got Cousins, would they still have the fourth best odds to win their own division? Yeah. They would, yeah. They but would. it would be really, it would get a lot flatter, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> It'd get a lot. You'd, get, you'd have like two, two, three, four would be like your prices to win the division or something, or la- or less at the bottom. Uh, I'm looking at the screen right I have ESPN on, and Seth Walder did like a, a free agency prediction. So ESPN he predict- Kirk guy, right? Yeah. 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 I, I don't know anything. I don't know him at all. Uh, no, I don't know he's either. Predicting yeah. Kirk Cousins will sign with the Falcons. But he's like a he's like a numbers guy. Where does that come from? Great question. It's like, well, I, I talked to a renowned mathematician and he said Kirk Cousins is gonna sign with Atlanta. Like I don't know. It's like 
I talked to this Microsoft Excel program, and it's, I mean, like, this like is like I, me uh, saying he's going to sign with the Falcons. I'm not even knocking like, him. I like, to I, I'm sure we do a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. So I thought to, I, I thought uh, to Pascal, and he he told me this. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, like, we're so, yes. Uh, great. Like, it'd be very interesting if that happens. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. So the Steelers are very interesting for that reason. But yeah, the what what you've learned. We haven't even done Cleveland yet. Brutal brutal division even more than usual maybe even more than last year because you had the burrow injury last year and the deshaun injury last year does this year do you actually like realize the potential of these four teams all playing at their best i think i'm i think my big takeaway from this segment is after the show i'm gonna bet the steelers to win the super bowl and i'm gonna join you there are no hundreds anymore sorry to break that but like you, th- so. they're like the they're close. Like the roster, like obviously they could use some help. Right, but they're they're close in the wrong could. way, though. They're close in the court. They're close where it's like, well, they're they're just one player away, and it's the most important player on the team. That's the problem. I'm also, I'm also, I'm not like Kenny Pickett's not dead to me yet. Like I'm still potentially in not on dead Kenny to me, Pickett. but I'm I'm not optimistic. Why would you well, be like optimistic? Arthur's... Yeah, I mean, he's still like he wins a lot of games. Still, like he plays well at the ends of games. Like he's that. He's like a little like young Eli in that sense. No, look, Eli had a good statistical season in his second season and like won the division. Like Kenny Pickett didn't do that. Like Eli Manning didn't get benched for, you know, like uh, Jared Lorenzen, rest in peace, you know, like like Kenny Pickett yeah. did for Mason Rudolph. That didn't happen. Yeah. But uh, Is, I, don't, uh I, I, I still think Pickett's got a chance to be good. If he, uh, if Pickett plays really well this year, does that mean Matt Canada's the worst offensive coordinator of all time? Of all time? I mean, there are some really bad ones. He's in consideration. Who's the, who's the worst He's absolutely one? terrible. Who's the worst offensive coordinator ever? I don't know. Canada's like he. Canada's the worst one recently for sure. Yeah, I mean, Jason like, Garrett. Uh, no, because Garrett was as good as the Cowboys' offensive coordinator before he was the head coach. I mean, like now that we've separated him from a really good player, like Nathaniel oh, Hackett. Ty- Tyler's yeah. got a really good one. Well, I think yeah. Hackett's like an o- like OC. I think he's okay. Head coach is one of the worst. Not a good is OC. He? Um, they were they had the worst goes- offense in the league last year. But Tyler Juan, Juan Castillo was was the was the defensive coordinator yes. of the Eagles, right? Not offense. No, he was but the, didn't he uh, offensive line coach? Did, yeah, he was the offensive line coach, right? Is that what it was? And then he yeah, coached and then the they made him the defensive. Right. Then they made yeah. him the defensive coordinator. It's like Matt Patricia. This is like this. Yeah, so. I'm trying to think of like who else would be good. It's like worst offensive coordinator ever. I, I thought you'd have a, a pretty good answer to this one. I thought there would be. I don't. I, I thought there would be a guy who comes to mind. I don't know. Maybe not. But. Uh, I guess because they get lost to history because they they don't stay offensive coordinator for very long. Well, because because you feel like like the like the coach gets the blame for it, like the head coach sure. will get the blame if things are going like really off the rails. And you've got a lot of who, bad uh, off, like offense. Who coordinated the Eagles' office. offense? Who coordinated the Eagles' offense last year? Ryan uh, Johnson. Brian Johnson. Is that guy's name? No way. He's he can't be the worst ever. Why not? They went from Shane Steichen really and they make the Super Bowl to to like a terrible offense with exactly the same players. I mean, Hertz was like the MVP favorite. Like how many weeks yeah. into the season? Yeah, he was, and then they, and then he really wasn't. And then he, he really, really wasn't. wasn't. Also, might have yeah. been hurt. I'm not saying Brian Johnson's Bill Walsh. Just that I don't know if we can put him in like the conversation <laughs> awesome. with Matt Cannon. I'm just thinking of names. I give me a guy. I don't know. You're. I thought you'd be. I. I. I wouldn't say I thought you'd be better than this. You're way better at this than I am. Is what I meant. I just yeah. I don't really think of things in those terms. I guess like who's the worst offensive coordinator. Yeah. Or like who's like the yeah, yeah. Who have you yelled Maybe I'll think about it during the break. Matt Canada. Uh well Arthur Smith is a head coach. Matt Canada OC. On the other side, Tyler's golf bets for the cognizance, and we'll roll through all the hashtag winter sports, NBA, college hoops, NHL, all our bets for tonight.
We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.